to stand before people so that I can tell them of the experience that I had. So, um, as it were, I'll just get on top of it immediately. Um, name is Ostom Sony, and I so happen to work for the Department of Justice, and it does quite a, um, a position to, to find myself because I, um, having to be an employer, or at least employee of the Department of Justice, I always have to come back to saying that it is um, doing things the right way because they are my employer at the end of the day. But at this moment, um, I've been finding it very difficult to um, admit that to myself for the fact that uh, my daughter of 18 years old, or at least of uh, the age of 18, lost her life through um, the hands of a police officer that she was dating at the time. A young, young man, um, according to my observation, is only 23 years old, and of course my daughter was 18 at the time. And uh, when the call came in, I just want to sort of invite you to, to travel with me here. <clears throat> so I was getting ready for work um, on the 14th. I think it was a Friday. I uh, received a call from her mother around about half past five in the morning. And uh, she's advising me that uh, something, has, something terrible has happened. Um, our daughter is lying in some RTP house. Uh, she's lost her life. She's been shot multiple times. Uh, you know, when you hear something like that, uh, for me, it was the first time hearing anything like that. So it was too real to believe, to a fact that I sort of subconsciously blocked it out and uh, just took it as uh, a sick, very sick joke. You know? So I, um, trembling and scared, not knowing what to do, not sure if it is a fact or maybe I'm in some terrible dream, nightmare, I uh, quickly got myself ready for um, attending to this call. I, I, I finished with the shower, got into the car, drove off. But I think while I was driving, there was something inside of me that just could not allow this to be true so that I, uh, I could probably get there so that I could see it for myself. But still, I just couldn't accept that it's true. So I drove past Hillcrest, down um, Rob Roy Hotel, and as you approach uh, the Gwen Yuswa area, uh, Mandela Park, the area is situated where you come from the top, cascade down and see exactly what is happening um, if there are people gathered. And that's exactly uh, what was apparent. I'm really sorry if I'm a bit shaky. Um, okay. Okay. So when I uh, so when I got close, and now I could see that there are ambulances, majority vans, and a crowd of people gathered. To me, it had already been concluded that this is not a joke. It's it's true, but I still couldn't accept it um, until I got off the car, and they blocked me from getting anywhere close. Uh, because they were still busy with, uh, I think the forensics were taking photos and stuff like that. Anyway, they had to keep us clear uh, from uh, from seeing um, what has what had actually happened. Because the, the 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 two girls, because it was my daughter and some other lady by the name of uh, Uste, who was also a girlfriend of the same police officer. But uh, we were kept off, cordoned off, so that they could finish doing their work. We allowed them to do that. But from that point, that's when I discovered that uh, there's a lot that we still work uh, need to work on as a as a as society, as a community, as uh, as a government, actually, and this makes me sad. The fact that I'm also an employee of the same uh, government, but this is where things went wrong for me immediately. Uh, when we got there, we heard that uh, the gunshots went off at about twelve. Uh, the neighbors were not that surprised because when those gunshots went off, it's a it's a usual thing that when this guy who was renting the same house um, would do, it it pop one or two. He was excited, he was soccer team one, you know, using the same as pistol. Um, so, when we got there, it was around half past five, half past six in the morning. 
we heard that the guns, uh, the gunshot guns were about 12. At about 3 o'clock, I think that was the first person or people started seeing lights outside. That means that was the first time that the police had actually arrived on scene. So when we got, uh, when we got there and learned that this had already been going on at least for about three hours and nothing had been done yet, uh, we stayed hoping that uh, they'd finish up and we'd you know, get things moving. But we stayed there until about uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, both girls were still on the floor because they couldn't be moved. Uh, they were still busy. I wonder what would take them so long. But anyway, frustrating as that was, eventually they were able to take them. Um, this is another, another problem that we sort of learned with the, the, the failure of our government. Um, when we got to the mortuary where the postmortem would be conducted, um, it couldn't be conducted at least for nine days. The reason for this is because they have one uh, x-ray machine that they use. The whole of this area has one machine. I mean, how do you do that? Uh, so they delayed for eight days, if not nine, because they had no machine. And eventually, when the machine was fixed, um, the photographer who is required to take photos while they perform the postmortem was not available. So we had two more days to, to delay. Um, this, of course, backs off everything. You can't claim with the insurance. You can't make any preparations. You can't have a definite date of uh, the burial because no postmortem has been done yet. So uh, we got to a point where they went through that and, well, just to move things forward, we ended up burying my daughter, so um, she lost her life that way. But these are the issues that I, I, I sort of noted. See, the lady that was here, I do apologize for not uh, addressing the names, you see, I got here every Um She did advise that there was a summit that was going on not so long ago. Uh, these are the things that I worry about. You, you see, there seems to be a whole lot of summits, seminars, and sessions that are held almost every year, but we're collecting stats, we're not doing anything that is giving us any results to say that, well, we've noticed for the last 20 years we've been having these summits, nothing is happening. I mean, it's, not, it's, it's really not a, a, a rocket science. If nothing is happening, you change it. Right? You don't wait for collecting more data. We've got enough data. People have been losing their lives. Uh, this is one issue, uh, just put that aside. Um, another issue would, of course, be... Uh, when a person when a person makes a report for a crime that has happened, you'd expect for everyone's rights to be upheld. Mm. Mm. Especially just, just using your common sense, especially the the rights of the person who's a victim. Mm. I mean there shouldn't be any questions there. There's a person who's lost their lives mm. and uh, there's a person who is the one responsible for causing that death, the killer. Why do we do we play at allowing for a person like that to be given leeway so that they can have bail? What are we doing here? Mm. Why don't we, I mean, it should, it's no rocket science. Mm. If there is a problem and a person is suspected of murdering two girls, mm. multiple gunshot wounds, two, both the ladies were shot in the head and other bullets landed on the body. There were eight empty uh, or used gun uh, 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 shells that were found on, uh, 11 rather, that were found on the scene. So. How does, how does then the state allow, and this is where I come in working for, just, uh, for justice, how does the state allow itself to say, listen, this person has the right, let him apply for bail, mm. so that he, the, the right of the constitution is upheld. Mm. Who, who are we trying to impress with these, uh, with, with these uh, constitutions that cannot mm. be changed, or laws that cannot be changed? Mm. Why does it seem like there's some kind of a sanctioned power mm. that cannot be changed 
simply because it's in the constitution. The constitution is a, is a, black, is a, is a paper, piece of paper that is written by human beings. That means if something is not working, you go back to the drawing board and say, listen, if a person is, is, is okay, if a person is charged for stealing stimulol, let that person go on bail. He did something stupid. If a person is facing the crime of murdering a human being, of taking someone's life, of raping, why are you saying that person has a right and therefore they must be allowed to get a chance to be out of bail? Do you all know what happened? Do you all know what really happens when these people go out? Because now they know that they've been found, or at least they are a suspect to a, to a crime that is probably going to find them guilty if all the evidence is presented. Mm. And uh, mm. Mm. knowing that my life is on the line and you are giving me a chance to be out of bail, I'm not going to be any better. I'm not going to go out and advocate so that people stop doing these hideous things. What I will probably do is another crime because I want to go out the biggest way possible. Huh? I mean, it would make sense, right? If, 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 if society hates me because my face is in the media and everyone knows what a dog I am and then you allow me because you're upholding your constitution you allow me to be out of bail what am I going to do outside? And who's, I mean, who are you trying to press? What is it good for for you to be outside? I'd rather keep yourself inside or rather let the law make sure that there are laws that allow for this person to stay inside at least Maybe, if, maybe for that reason, if these people are not allowed to, 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 to be awarded bail, it would speed up things because these people have rights and they are not found guilty. So let them be free then. Mm. How do you let them be free? By proving that they did not do the crime. Mm. It will help. It will speed up the court uh, cases rather than for them to linger for nine months while the person is still walking inside spa nose with you to buy groceries. Mm. Your child's murderer. So we need to change ourselves as a society. But I also think, just to finish off, we need to also be aware of the reason this is happening. It's a cultural illness. Yeah. There's a problem with the, with the way that we are, we, we, we are observing a woman. Yeah. This patriarchal system is, yeah. is causing a whole lot of problems. And I think that if we awaken spiritually, and if we find ourselves again, we will remember that it's the mother that is responsible for our well-being and she's always taking care of every single one of us that doesn't allow any one of us who are man or male to have any kind of violence towards them or to cause any kind of pain if at all we should at least try and protect them to be more kinder to to be more understanding and maybe if we just emancipate the woman and give her her rightful place, yes. her rightful stature in society, this will wipe out this evil that has crept upon men, that has come upon our failing society as men who are supposed to be the ones protecting this woman we have in our lives. So please, people, can we please change? We need to change. Thank you so much. Oscar. Thank you so much.